Do we have a title for this? Formative. Welcome to Formative. A podcast from Spiritual Life. Formative podcast. It's a very formative podcast as we're still figuring things out. The podcast itself is being formed. Formative? Formative, yes. What if it's formative? Form? Sure. Or for... <laughs> you, let's make it for... for oh, the number for. formative. Okay. For formative. Can you bring me in on the on the So would you just say for and then M A T I V E. Okay. Formative. Yeah. What's the significance of the There's four? No, it just looks cooler. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With some emojis peppered in there. Hey guys, well welcome to Formative Podcast from Spiritual Life. Formative. Formative. Yeah. My name is Nick Borm, director of digital ministry here at CBU. And I'm Brian Zuniga, Director of Discipleship. And this is actually a really fun day because this is our very first time doing this. Really excited about it. Yeah, so uh, Brian, I thought for our very first episode, um, something that I think is really important uh, that all of us need is community. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's break down, like, what is community? Let's talk about, like, why we need it. Um, what does it look like? And then kind of like, where, where do we find that community? Yeah. You know, I mean, first I, I know we know we need it now. Mm. <laughs> like I think the last, you know, couple of whatever, I, I don't know how, how long have we been in a pandemic? Are yeah, we in one? Real. I don't even we're know if we're still in pandemic one. treadmill right I now. I don't know how this works. It's never ending. It seems. But I think that showed us like our lack of community mm. or, or need for community. Yeah. And like there was a lot of isolation that happened. And that was painful mm -hmm. for a lot of people. It really brought out some um, some awareness of my own unhealth mm -hmm. because I am very introverted. Mm -hmm. And so when we closed down, I was really excited at first. I'm not going to lie. There were <laughs> some really bad. nice days. It sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Pulling the plug on everything and kind of mm -hmm. just powering down uh, felt really good. Mm -hmm. I think there was a lot of like unhealthy rhythms that we were um, kind of stuck in that the pandemic kind of pulled us out of that it and allowed us to us. see the yeah. bigger picture, which I thought was really valuable. But yes, like isolation has become the norm, yep. I think for a lot of us. And I even read somewhere, it's like, we're all starved for community, but we're struggling through loneliness. And I think we we make that up in ways mm -hmm. that are fake mm. or maybe not fake, just like, it's like how uh, you need a like really heavy, like sugary, like dinner. And yeah. it just does, it. it's good. It fills you, but it's, yeah. gone quick it it's not sustaining yeah. it's not life-giving uh so like we do that with social media right yeah and we feel like we're close to people we know people mm -hmm. just because we follow them like i feel like me and kanye have a thing like we're close like like if if he was right here yes it'd be a really good conversation i feel like that it's probably not that way yeah uh he he does seem kind of mean sometimes yeah well he's he's coming along you know? I, yeah i mean yeah, I think uh, social media, man, like we have all of these networks that we've created, but they're really like networks without any real cause. Yep. You know, there there's no real purpose behind a lot of them. Well, and you guard what you say so heavily mm, yeah, because it's about appearance. Yeah. Where real community is like you're really known. It's, mm. it's authentic. Mm -hmm. I think there's a performance kind of driven authenticity yeah. where, uh, I can throw some stuff out cause I know I'll get like some sympathy in return. Yeah. 
but there's also some things I'm just not going to share with that. Like I'm going to make myself look good in those situations. Yeah. I think like the posts where people just kind of like open themselves up and it's like, it's a novel, right? Mm -hmm. Their caption Mm -hmm. is just going and going. And there's good things about that. There are good things about that. But even that, in a sense, it's, 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 um, it's fabric. It's not, uh, how do I say this? Um, the, I think there's a, it's curated, you know what I mean? It's curated, it's guarded, but it's also, there's an element where it's fishing. I've Mm, done that where I, I just want a response, some sympathy, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to the right places. I'm not taking it to the right places, the right people. It's good. I'm just kind of throwing it out. Yeah. Dang. Um, okay, we haven't even defined community. Yeah, I think that's... Let's define it. Yeah, because if we're going to talk about community yeah. and like why we need it, what exactly is community, mm-hmm. um, I think of 1 Corinthians 12, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Paul is breaking this down and he's talking about spiritual gifts and how there's all, there's one body, but there, we're all different parts of the body, right? Mm-hmm. And he talks about it uh, like so that there won't be any division in the body, so the the parts might have mutual concern for each other, mm-hmm. right? And so he talks about this, like, if one part is going to suffer, all the parts suffer, yeah. right? Um, if one part gets uh, the glory, uh, the other parts are celebrating yeah. with him. Um, and he talks about, you you know, you are the body of Christ and you are parts of each other. So he talks about this, like, connectedness where we're all very different, but unified in one body yep. under Jesus, and I think that's like a really cool picture of what community is because it should be diverse, right? It should be diverse. It should be, there's a deep commitment. Like you said, the body, like I, like my body is committed to each other. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like there's a lot of buy-in with my finger and my hand. Yes. Right? Like it's not going anywhere. Yeah. There's some commitment. Uh, uh, what is it? Romans 12, five. So in Christ, we are many form one body. Each member belongs to all mm. the others. Mm-hmm. There's a belonging. So so there is commitment. There's buy-in. There's like there's belonging. Like my finger is belongs to my toe mm-hmm. even though they're like really extreme opposites. Like if I stub my toe, I'm my whole body's involved. Yeah. In, yeah, for real. Trying to recover from that. Like I'm jumping, I'm feel it like everywhere. holding right. Yes. <laughs> my fingers go Yeah, I'm holding yes. like everything's involved. So communities like this deep commitment bond where where there's a belonging to one another mm. there's a care and concern for one another um there's a reality there's an honesty mm. sure with, yeah with one another yeah uh diversity's huge though like um like if everything's monolithic everything's just the same and that's not that's not uh we can't all be not what the bible's talking right? about yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome, man. I think, um, talking through like why we need community, um, you know, we're, we're all connected, you know, if mm-hmm. we're part of the body of Christ, we're all connected. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's an, like, there's more to it. Like I think of Ecclesiastes, um, where the writer is, you know, we hear this verse like at weddings a lot of times, okay. you know, the what three verse? strand, the three oh, strand yeah. cord, you know, where it's like, your strand, your strand, and Jesus is the third strand, right? Um, I, I don't know. I've heard that a lot. That's, we go to different weddings. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I digress. Um, where's, but, where's the Father and the Spirit? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just, 
I, it gets thrown around. It's kind of like the love chapter too. You know, you hear that. Sorry if if you were at your wedding and so, that was you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I shouldn't laugh. Yeah, that's I mean, beautiful. Yeah, it really, it really is a, an amazing picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think the the point of the verse, you know, he talks about like if um, you know, basically two are better than one, and if one should fall. Um, one can pick up the other, but yeah. um, how miserable for someone to fall and not yeah. have anyone to pick them up. Yeah. You know, and he talks about this, like three strand cord is not easily broken, yeah. right? So you have this one cord, you know, you could probably snap it. Strength in numbers. Yeah, if it's a braided cord, you can't you can't easily pull it apart. And it's like that connectedness that we're talking about. We're talking about braided yep. cords? Yeah, Brian is uh, applying Strong. this. Strong. Yeah, so if I were to pull your hair right now. Please don't. Um, I probably wouldn't get a lot, but if your hair was unbraided... This is a great application. Yeah, no, it's really good. I could probably get a few strands out. Yeah, weird. Um, Don't do that. Yeah, it's a weird illustration. We don't need guys. you to do that. Yeah, I would. I would never. Yeah, it's, so it's a HIPAA violation. Yeah. So, like, what? I mean, what does like community really look like? And kind of speaking, mm-hmm. maybe from like experience here, yeah. like what is real community? Because we talked about what it's not, right? And like we look for it on social media. We look for it in places that maybe we're not going to find. We're going to find like a veiled version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is like true community, authentic community, like really look like? I think to be known and mm-hmm. to know, to have a desire to know other people mm-hmm. and to be known mm-hmm. and to live in a way where you can be known. You're not guarded, highly yeah. guarded. You're um, now. I think there's a there's boundaries that sure. we should. Uh, I don't think we just expose everything to everyone. Right. Um, it needs but, to be safe. Yeah. 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 And and the right go to the right people mm-hmm. with the right information. But but I think there's an uh, like you're known. Mm. I think that's one thing I think of. I th- there's a care for one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A concern and a care. Um, when we think in terms of Christianity, there's there's the idea of something bigger than ourselves that connect us to one, one another. Sure. So I'm a member of some different communities. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm connected to some off-roading communities. And so what connects us together is the fact that we like to drive our cars, not on pavement on bumpy roads. And so it's this thing that's outside of us and it draws us together. Yeah. Um, and it, it, at the end of the like, there's some really cool people I've met and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, we do care about one another at, at some level. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one like community that's like it's pretty massive. If you're like stuck off road somewhere, you're, you'll just like say, "Here, I'm right here. I need some help." Oh dang! They'll send and the, somebody will send the boys out. To it's come a pretty get big you. community. Yeah. Somebody will pop up within i mean a few hours right but like somebody will pop up with like a big old massive truck and a winch and pull you out but it's like hey we this is something they value Mm. and for some of these guys i know (laughs) because they've said it like any excuse to get off road so if you're stuck yes uh i'll tell the fam (laughs) yeah (laughs) hey you'll see me later (laughs) i have a job to do right so it's really cool though to see something like that yeah Christian wise, I'm thinking, I mean, the gospel connects us. Yeah. Like, Jesus is the third strand. <laughs> yes. There we go. We're bringing it full yeah. circle. Yeah. I think it's easy. I think the communities that we fall or really um, the communities that we create or join, um, 
they're almost always based on a, a pre-existing affinity. Like, Something. you know, there's, there's common ground there yeah. already. You know, those are really easy to kind of fall into and feel like you belong because you all share interests like off-roading, right? Yeah. Um, I love uh, this book that uh, is written by Mark Dever and um, what's his name? Jamie uh, Dunlop. And it's called The Compelling Community. Mm. And one of the things that stuck out to me in that book is he talks about, and he's talking to Christians, and so he's talking about community and what that looks like, and he's saying there are relationships that are gospel plus that we have in our lives, and then there's gospel uh, realizing relationships, I think, or gospel revealing. It's gospel revealing. Oh, yeah. Um, and so he breaks these two, gospel plus, gospel revealing. And he says, the gospel plus relationships are the ones that are really easy for us because we already have common ground. We've connected through some sort of shared common interest, right? Um, and then we've grown close and the gospel has also kind of informed those relationships, you know? Okay. Um, but then he also talks about like these gospel revealing uh, relationships that are almost even more important that we don't really strive for. Um, that we don't look for, but he talks about these are the the relationships where really the 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 common ground is the gospel. Mm-hmm. The common ground is your unity in Christ, and that's really where it starts. Um, and those aren't easy to come by right. because you have to talk to people and get vulnerable with people that yeah. aren't like you. Yeah. You know, and I think of um, I actually have an example of this. Like when I I got uh, I became a Christian at uh, age of nineteen. That's when I started following Jesus. So I was second year of college, kind of a know-it-all. And uh, the church I was at, there was uh, this older dude. Um, he was, uh, you know, ex-Marine, uh, Hispanic, like uh, really, like really wise, um, really um, intentional with kind of everything he did. And I honestly, we had nothing in common, but he approached me and he was like, hey man, I want to meet with you. And I was like, okay, sure, you know. And so he was like, all right, uh, be at the Starbucks at 6 a.m. On, like, on like a Wednesday. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, bro, that's not like, can we do like nine or 10 when I'm actually awake? <laughs> like I was 19. So I'm like, okay, I got to mm. go to bed like at a reasonable time to mm-hmm. be there. But there was something about it where I was like, I know this is important mm-hmm. and uh, I had to value it. And I didn't know what I was going into, but met with him. Uh, we kind of created this consistent rhythm where we were just literally it was, hey man, uh, he was just telling me, you know, Nick, uh, you know, read, read your Bible, you know, throughout the week, make, take some notes mm. and then let's just talk about what God's teaching us mm. when we meet. And we had no common ground at all, yeah. really. Like I had no point of reference. He was yeah. married. Uh, he had older kids. Uh, you know, he was in a different life season than, than, than me. And yet God did something with that relationship. There was a bond that was formed and it was really one of those, I think like gospel revealing relationships that I didn't know it at the time. Um, But I think those are so important for us that they they have to be really sought out. You know, Um, if we look around and our, our community is a bunch of people that look like us Mm -hmm. and think like us, Mm -hmm. talk like this, like where's there's no change. There's no growth. Where's the refining in that. Right. Yeah, it's very static mm-hmm. at that level. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah, yeah. I, the other thing I was thinking about is there is the commonality of the gospel that we mm-hmm. want. Yeah, but also there's a growth. So I'm I'm assuming that the the, uh, the your, your new friend. Yeah. Um, his name is Alvin, by the way. Alvin. Alvin. Is Alvin great. knew things that you didn't about following Jesus, mm. or he f- he had experiences you didn't. Mm-hmm. So you could learn and grow from those. And the things that he cared about, 
especially in his relationship with Christ, yeah. became things that you started to care about. Yeah. Is that like I was thinking about how it's just like that in any real relationship? Mm. Like the things that are on your heart become the things on their heart. So, so just because you don't have this common affinity, like if you have like a love in Christ, like that's like that's a great start. Yeah. And then, but then community doesn't just stay there where we just show up at church and we just have church. Right. We say hi and we sing a song. Yeah. And then we go home. Like community makes me care about the things you care about and mm-hmm. vice versa. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, like my wife and I, when we started dating, I, uh, she loves, she loves smells. Like not bad smell. That's okay. Weird. That's good. Yeah. Uh, but like bed, bath, and oh, no bath and body, body works. works right? Yeah, I can't even walk by that without having a it's scary. Asthma attack. It's scary to me. Yeah. Like it. it it's is an affront. Conglomerate. It's, a, it's, it's an affront on your senses. senses. Yeah. yeah. But she loves going to, and so she would like you know you get the tester or whatever. Like yeah. That. She'd like stick Ooh, it in my face. What do man. you think? And I'm like, that's great. Can we just go right? <laughs> Um, but the more I spent time with her, the more I like valued <laughs> like moisturizing my skin. Yeah, serenity and, by Jan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I okay. It got to the point where I don't want to admit this, but I will. That there was a scent that got discontinued. It was pearberry. Oh, wow. I don't know if it's back yet, but okay. I was really mad. I was <laughs> low-key disappointed. <laughs> like, I'll never get this again. Dang. There was a grief and a loss there. Wow. It was her favorite too. So oh, like man. we kind of went in on that together. But I like I began to love the things that she loved and, yeah. and vice versa. She began to know more about football and different yeah. things. Like she cared about things that I cared about. So I think if you're in community with someone and uh like if you're in a small group at church or like a um some kind of community group and you're just sharing your stuff and sharing your life but not beginning to care about other people's mm-hmm. stuff in life like mm-hmm. i think that's a problem yeah. it's a little yeah like you there's not an exchange mm-hmm. of values and and so i think yeah. thinking about how can i care about you and the things that you care about and it's yeah. like so it's so easy to get into uh it's it's so easy to do that i think because it just comes naturally to us like our most the most important things in our lives are what's happening to us you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so it's like a reorienting of our thought process how do i care for others how do i think of others more how do i think less of of myself in some senses but really put putting others Mm -hmm. ahead of myself in a lot of places yeah um yeah that's huge yeah so like we've talked about what is community, right? Why we need it, kind of what the Bible says about it, um, what it looks like. I think a lot of, I think a lot of listeners might have the question like, okay, this is all great and Mm -hmm. I want this, but where do I start? Like, how do Mm -hmm. I find this? How do I, how do I even begin to, to kind of build this type of community in my life? Mm -hmm. Uh, Cause a lot of us are still living, you know, in isolation, you know, in a lot of areas of our life, we're still, um, kind of reorienting our life around the pandemic, you know? So, um, as, as someone wants to, you know, who wants to seek community and and find this community, like what's a good, like, what's a good way to start that process? Okay. So I'm going to try this example. Let's do it. My son, and I I might just want to share the story because, uh, I want to brag about my son. He just won 
second place in all of seventh grade boys uh, cross country in Riverside. Oh, so let's go, dude. All the middle schools, like, all lined up. Wow. Shot the gun. They all took off. Um, and he, he won second. I didn't know this, though. I, I thought he would do all right. Yeah. But I realized, oh, he's going to do just fine because when they started – his school, I didn't know this, but his school is like a powerhouse for cross country. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, so all the practices that they've been going to, like he's talked about A group and B group. And um, so they've had a lot of practice together. And um, apparently when they get to this competition, six out of the top 10 people were from his school. Dude, it's like so, a farm system, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So six out of top 10 are from his school. They run together, they practice together, they have this community that really values and focuses on this one thing. And so when one person is down, like they pick them up and they push them. Um, when you watch the race, I was there to watch the race, like halfway through, this the whole crew is together and they're mm-hmm. running in a pack. Yeah. And then as it gets towards the end, they start spreading out a little, but it's still my son and the, the guy who finished first, like they're buddies, they're running the whole way, pacing each other, pushing each other. Same school? Yeah, same school. Dang. And then they just like, uh, the other guy like beats him, gets yeah. him at the end. But it's it's a good picture of the like just the idea when we want community, if we're looking for community, we should look for people who are doing running the race that we want to run mm. that are maybe even going to push us that they're not going to let us be complacent. Yeah. So he uh, his his time like he cut his time like two minutes over the like uh, is just a, about a month and a half that Dang. they practiced. But because he had people pushing him, because his coach was pushing him, like he had a community that wouldn't let him be complacent with, yeah, with how he was running. Him in a way. Yeah, I've wow. actually added two minutes to my time. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I think that but, just comes with age. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. He, but yeah, like if you're looking for community, find a group of people, find people that are running the race you want to run. And yeah. I think like that's the church, right? Mm. Like we look for older people, people in front of us yeah. that can pace us. Yeah, and then we want to like invite people to follow us. Yeah, that that we can say, hey, there's the direction, there's the finish line. Come follow me. You can do it, mm. and, and hype people up, just as we have people pushing us. Yeah, man, that's really good. I didn't even think about it like in terms of that, just running a race like together and how that motivates. Uh, we can talk about running a race in another podcast. What's but. the proverb? There's like a, um, if you want to go fast. Uh, yeah. go by yourself, go alone, yeah. go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Yeah. Like I, I think I really saw that in that race mm-hmm. that his team went far. Like yeah. they, they did well because they've been working together. Yeah. Uh, they didn't train as individuals. Yeah. So that's a good point. Cause I think, I mean, even sticking with sports, um, you know, there's, there's individual sports, but even mm-hmm. those, like the, the ones that do it professionally, they have a team around them. You know, that's pushing them, that's training them. And they're all experts in their own fields, but they're there for a specific purpose to help Mm -hmm. this person Mm -hmm. continue to grow and be better. And I think that's a great way to look at, like, who are we surrounding ourselves with? Are those people pushing us, motivating us to to grow, you know? Um, I think through, like, my own, um, you know, before we we wrap up, I just want to think through, because for me, being an introvert, like, it's really hard to like open myself up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'll meet someone, but it really takes some time to, um, to get to that place. 
And it's funny because actually I was talking with uh, my uh, community group from church where, you know, basically we all go to the same church and we meet each, each week to encourage each other. But we were all talking about, you know, um, man, where, what was the point when we kind of shifted and, and really saw this as like, oh, I can be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. This is a safe space. I can really talk about things that I'm struggling with or that are on my mind. And we all traced it back to the same moment, which is really funny. And there's mm-hmm. like 10 of us in this group that we all traced it back to the same moment as the first time we shared a meal together. Mm-hmm. It was the first time we'd gathered around and had dinner together. And there's something about that. I think like if you're looking to really like make a bond with someone um, and really kind of establish a relationship that's like built on like realness and, and vulnerability, like a really great way to do that is like around the table. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, there's some walls that just naturally just come down when we're, when we're eating and, you Get know, to know one another. Yeah. And yeah. Jesus does this throughout yep. the gospels where yep. we see he's reclining at a table, you know, he's in someone's home. So um, if you're looking like to, to build this, like, you know, just recapping, Look for uh, look around for others that mm-hmm. are running the race that you want to run. Mm-hmm. You know that are going places that you want to go. And let me add real yeah. quick. Yeah, uh, my son joined the cross country club team or whatever. Oh yeah. So he went to the place where he knew that was going to happen. Mm. I, I think we got to go to like join a church, right? Be a yes. part of a church. Yeah. Where that's going to happen. Yeah. It's not just we don't just find community randomly. If, if you're looking for someone that'll help you grow in your faith, that's the church. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's the church, and it's a place that we can look at and say that's it's an easy place to just check in and out. Yep. You know, and I think what you're saying, too, is like... Stay. Be intentional. Plug in. You know, that, that church is, is, is there to build each other up, Find to build the, the body of Christ. There. Find the yeah. teammates there, like, yeah. get plugged in. Yeah. Dang. Well, Brian, first episode, man. We community. did it. We did it. Yeah, community. we did. This Find a fun. community. Yeah. And um, I don't know how to sign this thing off. We'll clean it up and post. Clean it up and post. Um, thank you all for listening. This has been formative. I don't know what this is. I just <laughs> karate chop. It's okay. It. We're learning. We're learning this together. This has been formative podcast by Spiritual Life. Thank you all. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>